Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Sarcasm City Sports Q&A. For those that haven't seen the Sarcasm City Sports Q&As before, the live audience in the comment section run the show. So get your sporting questions in, people. Um, Omar Barada to join Manchester United from Manchester City as a, C as a CEO. That's a report that's come out, obviously, before today. Nobody knew who this guy was, but this report came out. So it seems uh, Ineos, Jim Ratcliffe, Manchester United making moves. It seems, you know what I'm saying? I use that loosely, so I'm sure I'll get questions on that. Arsenal put five past Crystal Palace, so Arsenal back to winning ways as well. Brentford winning against Nottingham Forest. Ivan Tony getting a goal on his return as well. So before we get into all those things, make sure you hit the like button on the video. Whether you're watching this live right now or watching this back after the live, hit that like button, people. Make sure you share this across all the socials as well. So hit the like button. Please share on across all socials you are active on. And on top of those two things, make sure you subscribe to the channel, Sarcasm City TV as well. Roll to 10K. Make sure you hit the notification bell as well well people and if you are a member of the channel on the, these q a's your question takes priority like a super chat so if you're a member i will start your question and i will get to it of course if you super chat i will get to it as well so don't think i'm going to the same names people on purpose it's just one of the many great perks link for the membership is in the pinned comment as well and i'm joined by you know what i'm saying my guy one of my dons who you see on the channel on a regular basis also putting in great work on his own channel as well. My like TJ is in the building. Yes, TJ, what are you telling me? You good? Flawless, finally. <laughs> finally a show where I don't get cooked. <laughs> I feel like I'm on vacation right now. I should go get my shades. I should go get go get my Hawaiian shirt. I feel <laughs> like like a weight has been lifted. Am I still Arteta out? Absolutely. Are we title contenders? No, <clears throat> but at least we didn't lose. Yeah, facts. <laughs> well, exactly, you didn't lose. You won five nil. I expect. I didn't expect you to win five, but I thought you'd win the game because well, Palace are not mean, that good. Yeah, I mean, and and if you look at the game, it really wasn't like the 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 score flatters to deceive a little bit. I still think mm. that we're um, I still think that we're lacking in terms of open play goals. Um, Martinelli's brace was great. Like, congratulations. I hope that brings some form back to him in general. But yeah. Crystal Palace had thrown in the towel at that point, bro. The, the 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 two goals were both carbon copies of each other. So I'm not I'm not like I'm not absolutely bigging up the team. Obviously, you know the set pieces are looking good. We we continue we continue to run the league as champions of headers. Uh, two of them getting scored today. Um, I I I can't believe that Henderson goal that got or the the Henderson own goal got credited to him. It should have been credited to Gabrielle so we can continue our dominance as Premier League champions of header goals. Um, but, you know, we move, you know, sometimes the ball doesn't always fall the way you, you want it to. But big up, man. Yeah, no, I'm happy. Finally not going to get cooked everywhere I go this week. There you go, man. It's a weight lifted. It's a weight lifted, bro. It's a weight lifted, you know. There, there we go, man. They go get cooked. <laughs> win for you, lot. Like I say, good win as well. So, especially yeah. a great result, especially on paper as well to get five. Jez, what are you mm -hmm. telling me? You good? Yeah, man, I'm good, man. What are you guys saying? Oh, bless, man. Just started the show. Jez in the building. You see him holding down the AFCON watch-alongs on the Twitch as well, people. Big up to Eli as well. This is big up Flawless and all my duns in the chat, putting in that uh, putting in that work. But, you know, brother had to slide through to support, LOL. Appreciate that, Eli. Big up. No H. There won't be any pro clubs after this. I am tired, people. So, no. <laughs> But that being said, that could change during the show. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, Eli says, "Do y'all think you will start shifting personnel now that y'all have a CEO?" 
Is it crazy that it, again it sounds great on paper, but I st I'm still on the train of I believe it when I see it because I believe the article. Well, not the article, but it's not going to happen till summer. He's not officially taking over. Someone in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong. I think, they announced, I think they announced it though. Me and I so it's actually it. so it's actually official then. Yeah, like from the club, the club already announced it. Let me get the statement. Real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the statement. But he, uh, he's, so they've officially announced it, but he's actually not taking over till summer. Like he's not in place now. Let me see, because I did yeah, see that, that. I did see that. Um, what's the? I did see that he left City. Um, immediate um, effect. One sec. So it, it was says, immediate effect. Yeah, he, he resigned. Yeah, yeah, I know so, he resigned from City. I know. And for again, for those that don't know, this is the CEO who's. I need to do more of my research which i will do but he's like overseeing cities basically city's successful period he's been at the helm as a ceo yeah see will said it exactly flawless heard he don't come in till earliest next season like shout out to the og nuridan because i seen um his, <laughs> his, title, live stream, his live stream title that he said bullshit pr spin by i'm <laughs> <laughs> clarifying he was like bullshit pr spin by yeah. the glazers and idios uh people twerking for Glazers and Idiot. So that's how I know I'm not losing it because uh, normally Norridan is fairly spot on with these type of things. I believe it when I see it. Like, again, it sounds good. Is, this, is it a step in the right direction? Yes. But if we're not saying until next season, I'll I'll celebrate them and commend them for the deal next season when he's officially uh, here. Yeah, yeah, but, um, so, yeah, so he's obviously Man United already confirmed him and... The last statement, last part of the statement was that Omar's start date will be confirmed in due course. In the meantime, Patrick Stewart will continue as the interim CEO. So, okay, he's coming. He's coming at, at some point. I don't know between obviously from now till um the summer. At some point, he's gonna start his job. Okay, that's fair. So, like I say, on paper, yeah, it sounds good, and it's definitely a step in the right direction. So, and. A surprising step. I didn't expect Manchester United to go out and get somebody who was so competent at their job, somebody who has been successful at their job. This is Manchester City. We've all seen what they've done in the he last was, few years. Um, he was also yeah, at Barcelona during the whole period before. Oh, when they've had their success as well. Yeah, actually, yeah. Just, I'm about to like I ain't got Google. Yeah, go on. Carry on. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was a like, remember when City just went and get the whole Barcelona stuff? Like he was. Part oh, of he mm. was part of the okay. So before yeah. Pep went to City, yeah, he was, they, they pretty much put, okay. put all these Barcelona guys in, and he was obviously part of it. Okay, one second. Let me just have a look here, because I need to. I did state I was going to do my research on this guy and see what's what. But it seems like a step in the right direction. And like I said, it's a, a surprising one that Manchester United have gone out and got somebody like this who, Jez has just said, has been at Barcelona. He's been at Manchester City during two successful periods as well. Why is this? It's kind of, it's kind of hilarious because obviously people went through his old tweets. There's bad tweets about him laughing at United. Yeah, facts, <laughs> man. Like, <that's> <laughs> I kind of like, like life comes circle. Bro. Like, that's one... There was there's one tweet from I found that tweet where it's 2011, literally last day of the year, where I think Spurs, Chelsea, and um, United played, and I checked I checked the result for um, I think we drew on that day, and United lost three two to um, three two to Blackburn I think. I can't I can't remember that. I it was just hilarious, bro. Like people finding all these tweets, but 
I mean, now based on paper, yeah, like, people found that quick as well. It's like, no one knew who this dumb was before. This no. is the crazy part. No, this no, is... nobody does. But now, now everybody's getting gassed about it. People are gonna start doing emergency streams, being like, "Oh man, like this is gonna, this is gonna happen. Should we take it seriously?" Well, you know, the fact that he was willing to 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 jump ship at City to come over to you guys is is pretty telling. They but they must have thrown a a fat wad of cash oh, at yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there, there's many things because Will has mentioned is in regards to I see the big list of. City man high up leaving the club to other teams, which I didn't know about. Will actually, you reckon they dip him before the 115 charges kick in? People have mentioned it, it does make sense. Maybe it's just me being cynical again because I'm very cynical about these type of things. I don't see anything happening to Manchester City. How come yeah, these 115 charges are taking their sweet time? We've seen Everton look how look how quickly Everton got deducted points. I'm not sure when their stat, like when they was officially found guilty, but they was deducted 10 points fairly quick. And I know theirs wasn't 115 charges. How's it 115 charges and they're talking about 2025? Like, what's going on? Uh, you mean the lawyers? More more lawyers. Yeah, like, that's why why I genuinely don't think anything will happen to Manchester City. It feels like, if someone in the chat can let me know, when was this officially, like, when were they officially charged? I swear it was like 20, was it not two, two years ago? Last year, something like that. I'm actually trying to do some more research on this Omar Barada um, as well, whilst we speak. Just to see. But his Wikipedia yeah. page, I think, has come up in Spanish. But you lot continue to run up the <laughs> likes as well. Hit the share button, subscribe to the channel as well, Sarcasm City TV. Also, just to see where he's been at. Yeah. But yeah that's all. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll but, see. I mean, I mean, and and Everton's I think was a lot more straightforward because you could tell, you know, just 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 that they weren't they were they weren't cooking the books, but you could easily tell that they were they had more they had more incomings than they had outgoings. And then the state, you know, they tried to offset with the stadium, do some magic there where the Premier League's like, eh, whatever. Where whereas you know the city doesn't have that min, that much transfer in actual physical capital. I think that was a big deal. And then the fact that they 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 cooked the books to the fact I, I I heard this somewhere I think I heard this on Tifo they cooked the books to the fact where they thought they were gonna get a certain amount for Richarlison and then they didn't. So, yeah, I saw the. I so saw like they, they, yeah, so go ahead. The, 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 they thought they can they could get up to like eighty, and apparently Everton and Nottingham Forest both of them want to take Tottenham not to court I think it was but to somewhere. To kind of demand more money out of us for oh, Brendan, for, for Brendan too, yeah, and wow. Carlison because I I'm know. like, yeah, I saw a report like that. I'm like, you guys sold us these guys for this much money, so it's like, why do you guys like? You should be actually happy that we bought these two off you guys. Like, I mean, half of our fan base does. I mean, most half of the fan base don't like Brendan. Half of the fan base actually starting to like which I was no, but well, that'll you happen when you, so you, should, you guys, so you, you guys should be like. Which is hilarious because Nottingham Forest they got angry that they believed they could have um evaded this, these FFP rules if they would if they would have sold him before a certain time, but because they sold him later than they did to us, that's why they have these FFP issues. And I'm like, yeah, but you didn't want to sell sell him to us to begin with, so like mm-hmm. you took your sweet time. Like, come on, come on, a bit of like it's just one of them ones where you 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 could you could have just sold him to us way earlier, but you wanted to take your sweet time with it, so. Well, they were but they I, were trying to they were trying to get more money out of it. I mean, same with Everton, yeah. you know. And Everton, ever it's just a lot more straightforward with this. Whereas whereas City, 
I think that they're going to dispute every single charge that they get that they get against them. And they don't and they have an army of lawyers that can that can push this out, push this out, push this out to the point where they're just going to be like, you know, how much how much time and how much money is the Premier League going to be willing to spend on this? Whereas City is not willing to give up any records. They're not being forthcoming about absolutely anything. They're not cooperating, which means to me they're guilty. But it also means lack of evidence for the Premier League to actually throw anything at them or actually, you know, make anything stick in whatever court they end up going to. So it's it's one of those things where Everton Everton was kind of dead to rights because, you know, they they do have to show the books. They get it audited. They get screwed. But if they're not willing, if Manchester City aren't willing to share those records years on, by the way then it's it's going to it's going to die out there it's going to die in court the premier league are going to let it go and nothing's going to happen to city nothing yeah nothing. And i think and i think i think they don't really i mean they don't really have to even show the papers and anything like like no, i mean don't. i mean people probably know the george giddy incident no the nba is on the on, on his case no um, which makes sense obviously but apparently even the girl that is under obviously review she doesn't even want to cooperate with the police so it's like it's a whole mess, and like you, you need obviously you can't just go and take some. You just can't go and just take evidence and just say, "Oh uh, yeah, you, you did this and did that." Like that's why I think that's why I think this whole city thing takes so long. It's because of one, obviously, like teachers said, the lack of evidence, but two, because there's just so much things that they have to even go through. But they take obviously their sweet time of it, whatever. Like this whole thing with relegation and shit. I personally don't think they're gonna get really good because I just think City just City City in 2024 is just such a big problem. I mean, they just came off winning a treble maybe 10 years ago, maybe it's a different conversation, but this city, nah, it's gonna be a, a few vacated titles at the most and a vacated titles and maybe a point deduction, but they're not we, we going get, anywhere. They generate way too much money as long as they money, get my car, money cup, talks. I'll take it. <laughs> I t- I t- give, give, give me my car book, book. <laughs> as long as I get that, like you see that uh, you see like because Chelsea fans said yeah we, we want this trophy that hell no nah. nah, just give just give us our cardboard cup and I'm happy bro no I, I mean I, I would I wouldn't mind my league title from last my last season but honestly I'm so embarrassed that we dropped it that I don't want it so it, it, it's it, it's not okay. no league I ain't no league I'm I all want, for them I don't want any second place league titles but yeah I don't want no league title in that. But like, no, but that's what that's what everybody's gonna say. That's what everybody's gonna come out with, though. That's what all the 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 soft brain freaking Arsenal fans go. Oh yeah, we want it. We actually want it. I can't wait for that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, 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 we have one actually. Because we you see me? we have one. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, see, you see, you see me. I'm just I'm just dead shameless, but I just don't give a fuck. Give me, <laughs> give me, give me everything with City stuff. Does I mean shit? We playing them in the FA Cup. Get us let, let us through to the next one automatically just because of that. This guy, that is, that, is, that is ridiculously shame, shameless. And yeah, well, I hear you when you say this. You said Everton got two charges accepted straight away. City got 115 and and declined, so that will obviously make the process longer, right? That is true. Like I said, it's just the it's just me being cynical. That's just my character. I genuinely don't think anything's gonna happen to them. There seems to be no movement. There seems to be no urgency from authorities, like in regards to this. Was it not Liverpool? Who are pushing for them to be punished? Why is it taking another football club to be like, all right, what's going on with this type of thing? They want all the lead titles back. Yeah, but like Liverpool are looking for it. Like, why are they pushing? But we'll see. To Daniel says, why do you think United got berated from City? United most uh 
most uh like about you you're saying they're most likely you know what's going to happen it depends maybe it's a money thing maybe it's a money thing maybe he wants a new challenge maybe it is the 115 charges who knows like it's, or it could be a mixture of all those three of uh, two of those three or all of those three that i just mentioned i'm sure he'll probably do an interview at some point and then we'll know a little bit more in regards to why he's made you see me he's gonna come with the usual pr thing like in order to like yeah. to say he's gonna say how he's here to change the club he mentioned united this is, this is supposed to be a super a super house of a football club all, all that pr thing obviously you need to go and prove it see me i've seen a couple of theories on the timeline talking about how this yeah. could be a potential inside job where he's coming in and the people tixie and everybody told them let's finish off united for good you know what's crazy is people talking about inside job like united have not been terrible we do not need any you need a they need a mole to inside inside to finish the job like we haven't been finished like that's the crazy part people want to see united get relegated that's what i'm talking about Hey, you know what? I'm all for that. I might get some away tickets. You know what I'm saying? That one, I get some hey, away tickets. Secondly, yo, them trips would be crazy. Let me go away to Tranmere, away to Preston, and think away to Blackburn and things of that nature. And also, like the the the, the again, me being cynical, we find out who's really a United fan or not. Content creators, you know what I'm saying, social media people. If we went to the championship, who's still covering my I still will be. I still be doing watch alongs. I'll still be covering Manchester right, United I'll be, I'll in as much the championship season. if he was in the championship. Like, would your favourite content creator is the question that I'm asking. Like, you'd find out a lot of fans. Same way if we was in League One. Like, I'm still supporting. Like, I'm United through and through. Like, I ain't fussed about... Well, obviously, I'm fussed, but it's like, if we happen to get relegated, which, again, I don't think it's going to happen, people, but that, that would be the interesting part. And like I say, those championship watch-alongs would be lit. I'm mm, saying, them away days yeah. would be lit. 100%. Have we found out? Hello, one second. Away, away. Uh, big up, big up the little uh, knees. I think. But, uh, yeah, big up, big up the nephew. You. Yeah, what's yeah, good? Uh, imagine, imagine the these away, these away trips at Millwall. You not, you might have to invite me to those. Invite you to what? The the watch. So no, away, away, away trips to Millwall. Oh yeah, the away trips, man. Nah, I ain't going Millwall. I leave that. No, no, no. Everywhere else I go, but nah, Millwall, nah, Blackburn, oh, Preston, away like, trip, away trips to Stoke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The northern, northern teams, Midlands, Yorkshire, cool. Even a couple of London teams, but definitely uh, like a chart and athletic. I don't know if in there in the championship, but just using a uh, QPR, should I say? Like that's, I think, that's, no, I that's Charles now in the championship, but I think Black yeah, that's what, what I said. But I think QPR, QPR, QPR are, is not yeah. right. The QPR, yeah, you QPR in the championship, so yeah, just using it as an example. Hey, big up Jago as well. Well, go on flawless. Hey, Jago, big up man. I hope you're good as well. Will says, I think he went because it was an upgrade on his role compared to the city one. Red City don't need to replace him after he left, so sounds like he was just overseeing stuff in city versus now CEO. Okay, like I said, we go all these things will be found out, but hopefully, they release a date like soon in regards to when he's actually taking over because they're saying it's in it's in due time release like his his takeover date is due to be announced so we will see but back to the actual well one of the games anyway eli said let's get this straight that was a stinky performance but great result also esr trossard didio need more game time i was talking about the arsenal <laughs> arsenal crystal palace game so yeah dj thoughts on this bro i i didn't think trossard was that good other than the goal 
to be honest with you. Um, I, I, I thought he, he got in a good, he got in a good position, got a great, got, got a great ball to him. And yeah, he was just able to finish it. It was pretty easy. Um, I'm, I, I didn't think ESR was good either, to be honest with you. Um, okay. I think, I think ESR needs to start taking, he, he's not getting a lot of chance. And I said this on my match reaction too. go back and watch a TJ Warren TV. TJ Warren TV. Links um, underneath in the description people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Shameless plug. But no, no, ESR needs to start taking advantage of the of the minutes that he gets because he's he's only going to get a 20, 20 minutes there, 15 minutes here. Um, and it's very, very obvious that Mikel Arteta doesn't rate him. So if he's going to go out there and he's going to continue to, you know, he's get he's finding open space, but he's not taking advantage of his chances. He's not scoring. Same thing happened against Bournemouth to where he was getting knocked on chances. He just wasn't finishing them. Like, look. Look, I want ESR to start over Kai Havertz. Like it's it's that's not a secret. But you need to actually he's gonna need to do more, um, you know, and perform and outperform Kai Havertz probably times two in order to convince Arteta that he's the real deal. Until then, he's not gonna rate him. He's gonna continue to get these, you know, these these little um these little showcases, these little, you know, fifteen, ten, fifteen minute guest appearances when we're up three <laughs> yeah. nil no, yeah. until no, until until he actually he's actually able to put the ball in the net until then he's not he's he's going to be on the chopping block or he's not going to get any time sorry jess go ahead ben all right i'm sorry uh flores it's um you uh you yeah i don't want to say i don't want to say it but i don't want to say it i got headphones in chicago i got special yeah like yeah, i tell us give him the here nigga damn minutes that's what he's doing i mean i had to double check real quick i appreciate you double checking yeah no i mean i I mean, this is what he's doing right now. He's getting no, 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 no. It's, it's absolutely, bro. Quick. It's absolutely charity, man. And it's one of those things where if he's not in his plans for the oh, future, man. play one of the kids. Like this, this is not play one of the kids and send him out on loan or sell him. Like he's just not that guy. I mean, and and you go out there, he doesn't even look. He doesn't even look fit. To be honest with you, he's looking. He's looking. You know, I'm not. He's looking I'm off not, the pace a little bit. No, looking off the pace a little bit, he looks like he's carrying a few a few extra pounds. Oh, Obviously, I'm not one to I'm not one to judge, but he does not look necessarily that that fit either. So I, I wouldn't, you know, for his career, I wouldn't mind seeing him go and seeing where he can do somewhere else because he does not fit into this Arteta squad. He just doesn't. And once Fabio Vieira comes back, he's gonna get he's gonna get pushed back in the pecking board order even further. Jeez, crazy. Because yeah. Eli's saying, nah, he definitely wasn't great, but how could you perform well consistently when you only get 10 minutes every three months? And when you do something wrong, you hold bench for months over favorites. I mean, it's a doggy dog world out there, Eli. You got to take your chances. I mean, you, you yeah. saw you saw him against Bournemouth, man. He had two or three chances where he, he either he either put it wide or didn't put it in a position where it was outside of the goalkeeper's reach, man. He has to start getting results in the minutes that he's getting. Like, that's just the fact. That's just the facts. It's and you you know that Arteta doesn't rate him anymore, so he has to start taking advantage. Otherwise, he's gonna get he's gonna continue to get relegated to the bench or the reserves. So I agree with you. I mean, I agree with you. I, I would I would barring an injury, I don't think he's gonna get the time it takes. Long story short, no, that's first. Right. Because he goes on to say, I feel uh, Smith Rowe and Trossardini will need to start over Saka and Jesus as they haven't been doing um, ish. Deepness in the last 30 games, Saka has eight goals. Tell me how that's good enough. Jesus, he got eight goals in his last day. Yeah. How many goals? Like, they scored five goals and he was involved in none of them. 
Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm not I'm not completely exonerating Saka, but that's all uh, that's also the manager, the the yeah. manager and the way that he's playing yeah, him, man. He's not yeah. giving him any help, and and the fact that, that and the fact that that Saka was finally getting overlapped by Ben White today, that was something that we had not seen in a while. He was Ben White was absolutely playing actually playing the overlap and giving him some space. Mm. The only reason Saka put was technically put in an above average performance today was because he was he was on the corners when the goals went in. So, like, I agree with you, but I also I also think it's just the manager doing the same thing over and over and over again. Possession-based football in the final third. And, you know, two out of the three goal, the, what was it, the third goal was a, um, the first two goals were on set pieces. The second goal was, on, or the third goal was on a counter. And then the, the mm-hmm. fourth and fifth, like I said, Crystal Palace had thrown in the towel at that point. I really don't. You know, we need to start seeing more open goals from Saka, and he needs to start generating it. But I, I, I still think, genuinely think it's because of where Saka is being, how Saka is being played in this formation. Why? And it's not good. I, I agree with you, Eli. It's not good enough. He needs to start taking more of these chances. But I, I, I don't think it's completely his fault. But then also, like, I do, I do get this. I do get the criticism, but then at the same time, I can sit and make the argument that if the player is generally not playing well. Why is the manager just not taking all of the fine line? Like I feel like there's there's a, there should be always a cut a cutting point. Like I do believe I do I believe in the whole thing of play your best players even if they're not in good form to a degree. I do believe that, but at the same time, when it's generally just not working, then you just have to go and drop these guys. And there's nothing wrong about it. There's nothing wrong about. It. I don't know why certain managers have an issue with dropping guys when they're just not performing well. I think that's just one of the big. That's probably one of the big things that I actually like about Anstead. He doesn't seem like one of the managers that doesn't drop his players if, when they don't play well. And I don't know. I just don't get it. just don't get it. Yeah, I don't get it either. No, that's first. Nah, I, fully, well, well, I, fully, I mean, I, don't... I, mean uh, well, I, I can actually... Sorry, sorry Flash. I don't mean that. That's cool. Nah, nah, that's you. Nah, do your thing. The one, the one, the one thing I do under... I, I kind of understand is just because we have the lack of options at nine. Because if you're... You, you know, you can... People are gassing up Reese Nelson, but what has he actually done other than be be pacey? Like he hasn't actually provided any end product where, um, you know, if we had, I, I would say if we had an actual um, solution at number nine outside of Gabriel Jesus, then Gabriel Jesus would be a threat to be moved over to the right and and cover for Saka if he was ha- if he hit some bad form. But we don't have those options in attack. We just okay. Don't. Then see, then let let me ask this. So why? Okay, I, I know there's a whole thing with um, Arsenal currently. They're waiting for the right strike, and why are you just why is Arsenal just not trying to go on a um, try and just get a long deal at least a bare minimum for the striker position? Because like, okay, if you generally if you generally don't believe you can go and get the targets that you want for striker, get a loan signing in. There's nothing wrong that if it's not working out, it doesn't work out. And I know there's pressure to perform and shit like that for a title, mm-hmm. which is fair enough, but. That doesn't mean that that doesn't mean that you shouldn't just stop and just do nothing then, because no, I as agree. Of, as, of, as of right now, is I think it's what this month is till the thirty first or thirtieth. Say this first. So it's eleven days left, pretty much. Of obviously until we get into the last day of the window, it's Arsenal really just gonna know start all of a sudden transfer news coming out saying they're gonna sign this big guy now, and, and gotta remember as well, clubs don't just wanna lead, let these. Let their guys just leave like that, a couple of days before the window is closed, and then they can't get a replacement. So, I don't think Arsenal gonna go spend big on somebody that everybody knows, like a Tony or an Oshman. It's not gonna happen, I think. 
So I, if I'm Arsenal, I would just let, check the low market. You never know what you can find in there. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and I'm the I'm the probably the worst person to be commenting on this because I don't know of any strikers that we could the we could we could realistically get on loan that could do a job. You know what I mean? So it's it's one of those things. Zavi, didn't Zavi Simmons just just, just transfer yeah, he, Steve? Big up Steve-O. Nah, uh, yeah, but no, it's it's one of those things where like if, if we were going to be serious, if we were serious about getting a striker in, we would have been linked a long time ago, whether it was on loan or whether we were going to buy him. That's why everybody was losing their minds about the Karen Benzema situation. It's like, oh, he wants a move. But, you know, the, the Arsenal are too – how do I say this? We're – we're not willing to spend money on something that's short of a sure thing um, for that, for that position at this point in the season. I don't think like Crazy it, part is the difference he could make. Like he could, I yeah, think he's that like, good. He could, he's legit good enough to make you into well, no, he, 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 he can make us into, into genuine tile ch challengers. I believe that, but it's not realistic. Like realistically, no, he's not coming. Yeah, I, mean, so. I, mean, I mean, that's like, the issue. That, I mean, that's the issue with, um, no, no, I mean, that's the issue with um, Arteta, which I've, I think this seems like a common thing where he doesn't believe in the whole thing of short things, short fixes. He's more so about I either want my number one option or I don't want it at all. Because that will happen. That happened the last two January windows where Arsenal was supposed to go and do something, but I believe the reason why they didn't do anything is because Arteta didn't get his first options. No, I agree. I mean, and then we were left scrambling, getting depth at positions where we needed depth. I mean, obviously we were able to get Trossard. Trossard fell into our laps, though. Like, that's that's the thing is, like, people keep giving us, oh, yeah, it was our best signing in January. He's absolutely cooking. And then people are, like, so quick to forget that we, he was our he was our secondary to Frick, to Mudrick, and he, was, and he wanted out at Brighton. Like, it's not like it wasn't a brilliant piece of business. Like, he was, he was a signing that was not – that was obviously um, – I don't want to say knowledgeable because knowledgeable isn't the right word, but it was obvious. That's the word I'm looking for. It was an obvious signing like uh, other, but you know, Trossard who I thought had a good or not, not Trossard. I was already, already talking about Trossard. Jorginho. I thought Jorginho had a good, had a good game today, but again, he's on, he's on the downslope of a career. He's not, a, he's not a, a permanent solution either. So our windows and don't even get me started on Jakob Kiwior, you know, and those were our those were our signings in January. No, but I completely agree with you, Jez. Like we, unless it's a sure thing, and our only sure thing that we have signed is Declan Rice, and you know, it's 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 concerning. I I really don't think we're gonna sign anybody. I really don't. Especially after today, they're gonna think, oh yeah, everything's fixed. <laughs> nah, 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 what you saying, nah, Furley. Uh, to Janelle, says, Flawless, is there an FPL league? Yes, there is a Sarcasm City uh, TV FPL league. I can't remember the code. I'm not going to lie. I've not checked it out because I just put it together because the audience wanted you lot in the chat wanted it. So, one of the mods, if you've got the code, let me know. Janelle, if not, I'll get that for you tomorrow, my guy. Jose, and I will get that for you tomorrow. Get the code because that's open for anybody to join. I really should add it underneath in the description, which is what I will do tomorrow. I'll find the code because I believe it was Black Diamond who was, I think he was top of the league for a minute. I know Peter was near the top of the league as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I know there's a few yeah. others. I think we had over 30, I think there's like 40 people in there, over 40 people we had in yeah, there. There's a lot so, of yeah. people in there. So, yeah, I so. Dropped the flat, always do. Yeah, yeah like I haven't I paid. Just, I haven't paid attention at all. I literally just set it up and all selected a team for 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 you lot. That yeah, was listening to what it is. Yeah. And to Jason, who goes and say, "Flawless, the CEO you got from City, he can help with the academy and the Haaland deal, and he helped with the Haaland deal. It's a good move for you guys if Glazers listen to him." Like I said, we'll see. 
Let him take over. Let date get us announced of him take of him actually taking up that position, and then let's see what he does in that role. And again, it can't just be him. He needs to be him, and there needs to be more. And does it, and C Cube says, does the CEO mean Ten Hag will be sat? I'm not sure. I doubt. I highly doubt that that's the, it's solely just him. I doubt that it's solely just him. I mean, um, it depends who all to come mm-hmm. to get. Together, together, who um, comes together in the board, and then they all yeah. sit together and think, should we just get out of our own guy? Or, for example, I, I would imagine, not saying that they would hire him, but it kind of would just make sense if, from their connections just already, that they would try and go to get the Genoa manager, even though maybe if we, even if we don't believe that, credential-wise, he's maybe ready for the Man United job, but just in terms of connections, if they were to get sucked. If they were to suck somebody like um mm-hmm. like um Ten Hag, I would imagine they would go for that manager because he's always because he knows him already through via the city group, you know. But yeah, yeah definitely. Well, yeah, we'll see in regards to it. And Eli says thoughts on Tony today uh, proved he's the perfect fit for us as he scored his first time out and assisted after eight months. Oshman has nothing on him. If you're still doubting Tony at this point, I don't know what more you need to see. To be honest, quality, quality operator. Guys, a baller. I mean, bro, I, 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 think, I don't know who it was. I don't know who that was, but I literally just had the, ironically, just the conversation just a week ago about Oshman mm-hmm. um, and 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 Tony. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I think both of them are really good strikers. Like, I think there shouldn't mm-hmm. be a thing one one is just one is just um, a scrub compared to the other. Now, right? I think if if you get one of either, that's a really good, really good choice. Stuff considering the levels of strikers just in general, right now. Mm-hmm. You you should be happy if you have either of them, but yeah. I kept saying this like how it's just not it's just not that Tony's obviously scoring the goals. Obviously, people go and go back to his penalties and say how many penalties he takes for um for Brentford. But then again, sometimes you have. I mean, ironically, if Saka didn't miss the penalty versus West Ham last season and it was a Tony, he probably scores it and Arsenal win the game. Ironically, yeah. but that's that's besides the league. Yeah, yeah, like, they, yeah, they probably can actually close out the league. But besides, <laughs> that, that's you know. I mean, but my my thing as well is that Tony just affects the game just so much outside the goal scoring aspect, and he got the free kicking, he got the free, he got the dead ball situations as well. So it's like, yeah. I, I don't know, like, I just don't get because the ironic part about it is, out of Arsenal fans, see Gabriel Jesus come out and say he doesn't like playing striker, he doesn't like scoring goals. But then they will tell you. They will tell you right to your face. I don't like Tony. Like I don't Again, know. Like, that, I, I, I who, this who who is saying that they don't well, like Tony? I, I, and and, no, and can no, we recommend hey, hey, them for DJ, like psychiatric evaluation? DJ, I had genuine conversations in GCs where, and there's and those GCs are Arsenal dominated um, GCs where oh. there's a good portion that people are talking about how they don't want Tony, but they want like guys like Aaron Ferguson, who who because. Because people looking at the age prospect too much, they think because Tony's twenty eight and at Brentford, he's not good enough for Arsenal. Yeah, I no, I was hearing, I was hearing that about Paulinho too, and that guy's an absolute See, baller in the midfield too. Like these saying, people, like, bro, these like, people are absolutely clapped, Jez. Like, stop it's, listening it's, to these people. I'm sorry, respect. Like, bro, you have a striker that generally came out saying, "I don't like scoring goals." Guys, guys, he didn't if, say if, he doesn't if, like scoring goals. He said he's not good at it. Yeah, like, if, anything, if anything tells you, if anything tells you somebody's not a winger, is that and that's self, even though he shouldn't say that publicly. When you look at him at City, 
All his better performances when he played out wide. The vast majority of his better performances. He's a winger. He's yeah. a winger who can play up front. Like, and nice. I think for Arsenal, I, I, I think him playing, and I didn't watch the full Arsenal game, but I've seen Troops mention this um, in his match reaction when he put out the clip and he was like, we're onto something where Jesus playing out wide. I've been saying Arsenal should play Jesus out wide and try and trust side in both nine. One of the best like games that. of the season was playing was playing the wing against Manchester City. Yeah, he didn't score, but the way that he was holding up play, where he, yeah. he was he was keeping possession of the ball, he was very calm on the on the wing. No, I completely agree. I didn't. I I saw I saw the title. I didn't watch the video, but I completely agree with yeah. troops. Like the but but again, so I, what I said at the beginning, what I said at the beginning of the stream, or or like five ten minutes ago, is that we don't have options at nine that necessitate that. If we could get somebody in at nine, then we can push him out to the wing and have more options there. Like bring me, you bring Ivan Tony to Arsenal. Like then I would be yeah we're serious contenders yeah like he's, and, and he's anybody that, saying anybody saying playing? differently yeah and anybody saying differently saying that Osman is is the better choice sorry like I'd rather have the Premier League proven English come up through the English league striker than you know the Nigerian in the in the that's been playing in the Italian league don't get me wrong I rate Osman don't get me wrong I rate him. But it's it's just one of those things where he's proven and he's going and he's already and he's a baller, and he's probably going to be the reason that Brentford stay up. To be honest with you, oh yeah, hundred percent. He's that so, much of a difference maker. Like yeah. I've I've been saying that's this, why like, Brentford aren't going to that's why Brentford aren't going to sell him either. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, it makes yeah, sense because just... like, like, why should they? Like, he can read all his feelings, but they're just not they're just not going to sell him. Like, I said this like. If you really, if you want to get a deal done for the summer, cool, but they just not gonna sell them because they want to make sure they're staying up and getting all that money. And then obviously, if Bremo coming back, and all of a sudden, you can look at Brentford starting picking up the sauce again. They're climbing up the table. Um, Chelsea, watch out! Man United, watch out! Like you don't know, like all of a sudden, these guys could be top half of the table. But nah, like like I said, I just don't get, I just don't get the dislike that people have for Tony. Like I just don't, I just don't get it. Like. It's not just Arsenal fans. I said Chelsea fans. Chelsea fans of all people say that too. About uh, Tony is just not it. Oshman is clear. And I'm like, cool, yeah. They, you know won't... why? Because they're, because they're linked closer, more so to Oshman. Because on the flip side, if Chelsea it was linked more, if the links were stronger to Tony, then it would be Tony's better. Oshman's no good. Same way with Arsenal fans. Not all Arsenal fans, so this don't include TJ. And if you're Arsenal fan watching this, this does not include you. Where it was like, oh, it probably yeah. might include him. We, we have, we have. Well. Nah, nah, nah. This definitely don't include you in regards <laughs> to all. We have Jesus. I remember having those debates. I won't say. Oh, who oh, I remember having because because they're my guys. I won't. But we had the debate about um, Jesus and and Tony. And I said to them, okay, so who would you prefer up top? Jesus or Tony? All right, no problem. I won't eat it. Promise. <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, Jesus just here being told off. Um, no. But yeah, as I was saying, I was told that Jesus um, is the better striker. No, he's not. I said this. If Tony was at Arsenal already and Jesus was at Brentford, there would be no conversation about who's better. There would not be any conversation. Let me repeat that for those, for say that louder for people in the back. If Tony was already at Arsenal and was performing to the level we believe he can perform at, and Jesus was at Brentford, there's no conversation. I'll go one further. If hey, if Tony was at Manchester City and Jesus was at Brentford, there'd be no conversation about who's better. What are we talking about here? Same way with Arsenal fans, some Arsenal fans tried to convince themselves Havertz was a good signing. 
oh yeah, 60 million. Did it. No, he's not. At best, he's a bench player for you. Lot. What are we talking about? Everybody fit, he don't get in your best 11. Only in Arteta's mind. Arteta's the only Arsenal fan who looks at <laughs> Arsenal's current squad and goes, everybody fit and available, Havertz gets him. Everyone oh. knows Arsenal's best midfield, everybody fit, is Rice, Partey, Odegaard. Everybody knows this. Yep. And then he's not, he don't get in your best front three. So where's, unless he's playing left back, where's he playing? You spend 60 M's on it. It's okay to say, all right, that's a bad signing. It's okay. Trust me, I'm a United fan. My club makes tons of them. Like it's okay Bro, to say this is a bad signing. Yeah, go on. No, 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 no. But if you if you say that though, that you're 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 negative and you don't believe it, you don't believe in the team and you're not backing the boys. Like it, it, it's one of those things where people get so obsessed with the characters. I've said this before, I'll say it again. These people get so obsessed with the characters and they don't think Mikel Arteta can do any wrong. And I said this flawless when we literally literally the first stream I did with you. I said that Arteta is going to be made or broken by this signing. And I think mm. this is literally this signing is going to cost Arteta his job. I am a five-nil victory does not convince me otherwise. I hold the same opinions that I did now that I did at six in the morning today. It's it, it's nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. Because if you look at the performances today, who are our worst players? For, for Arsenal today. Mm. Kai Havertz and Martin Odegaard. By far our worst. Like, not even mm. close. Just get my charger one sec. Come on, come on. No, no worries, bro. No worries. No worries. So it's it, it's one of those things where the people people can gaslight themselves as much as they want. The copium, the Kool-Aid, whatever you want. But, you know, failure is, is on the horizon again. And it's because we did not sign the right midfielders. It's because we did not sign the the nine that we needed and it's because of the current management that we didn't do that it was it's it's a complete ego thing where arteta thinks he can turn kai havertz into a world-class player this guy is the is the most expensive bench player in the premier league in my opinion and nothing's gonna change the he had a purple patch in november woohoo what was i saying then okay yeah keep it consistent he has had a stretch of games where he might as well have been a turnstile in the midfield. We would have we would have been better playing with 10 men. You saw a difference. Like you literally saw a difference as soon as he was subbed off. You saw a difference in how we approached that game. Jeez. A lot more fluid, a lot more open. He's just taking up space out there, man. I'm tired of him. I'm tired of this guy. Dude, the dude hot god call space payment. The dude is hot garbage out there. Like he's just <laughs> like, he's just he's just it's trash. Like, I mean, like it's got I just Booty cheeks. I mean, like if the yeah. guy is just out there. Like, I, like I said, I tend to think I tend to thought he was smart with that one. Like he thought he thought he was smart, but we all we all knew we all knew like shit. And certain players, you just know, you just know. And Kawas is one of them. And it's just if you get no. sucked this season, which I don't actually, I don't if you unless you don't even believe until they get sucked, even if he doesn't win anything. He's not. He's not going to. So, it would need to so be. It would need to be a massive fallout for him to get sucked. Exactly. Like, they Arsenal just the only way I see him getting sucked is if Arsenal don't get top four even. Then everybody's like, yep. "What the hell is going on?" Because like that means two teams get in that Arsenal um, let in. Because obviously, Aston Villa's currently in it with Arsenal. If Arsenal drops, then it would be us currently as of right now with the standings. But who knows? Maybe somebody else is going to come through. But obviously, the beginning of the expectation was, yo, we were supposed to go and challenge for every trophy possible. Or at least make it far. 
at least at bare minimum make it further in the cups because I think that's the obvious one thing about Arteta, where I believe that he just gets away with it way too much. How the cup competitions here in England, how it's fine that every other team can get slandered for going out, but Arteta's like, nah, it's fine because we still got bigger fish to fry. Like that nonsense. Like, nah, that's what that's what. No, no, he limited. No, he has limited himself to the point where. You have to win a Champions League or a Premier League this year too. People think, okay, you have done a fantastic job because as of right now, I said it before, he's just a clo- he's a clarified Pochettino, but just a Spanish one. <laughs> well, no, here's well, Pochettino made it to a Champions League final, um, so it's it, it's one of those things where if if Arteta makes it to the to the semis and top four, he's going to keep the job. Um, it, but if we, oh, yeah. the only thing, the only way that I think he gets called into question seriously, um, by, by the management here is if we, we drop out to Porto and we drop out of the top four, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, and part of me, I, I'm, I don't want to say this, but my, my brain is kind of going in this direction because I want to see my football club succeed. Don't get me wrong. I don't care who's in charge. You always want to see your football club succeed. But if it means better for the future, like if that happens and Arteta get and that means Arteta gets the sack, I'm willing to see it. Like, like we, the real ones know that this guy isn't it, that he is, he's not the guy to get us to where we need to be. We have marquee players. We have players that are in their prime or close to in their prime. Declan Rice, Odegaard, Bakayo Saka, Gabriel Martinelli, who people at this time last season were rating higher than Saka. You have these kids at at key points in their career, and you're not utilizing them the way they, they need to be utilized. And that is and that is a huge indictment. And when these guys leave, I don't want anybody to be shocked. Because you know, oh, oh, Saka, oh, he's going to Barcelona. What a traitor. Um, oh, you mean he's going to to Barcelona or Real Madrid to win shit? Oh, shocker! Oh, is that uh, that's the you know not to sound like Lee Gunner? Oh, that's the that's the point of elite sport is to win trophies. And if these True. guys don't see a future here, they're gonna leave. Mm-hmm. They're gonna leave, guys. And look, not to go on a complete rant, but everybody's saying, oh yeah, Granite Jacket, he's gone. He's at Leverkusen. What 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 place are Leverkusen in? True that. Like he's cooking out there and at a, t- at a team and a project that's actually going really, really well. Javi Alonso is looking like he is going to put, he's going to dethrone Bayern Munich. That's crazy. If they do that, that just is to, just crazy, to, bro. Because we got to have, crazy. we got to have a, we got to have a very uncomfortable conversation about a certain Englishman, but we, we, we will wait. Yeah. We'll wait people. Where, no, where, no, where absolutely. 100%. So that's, that's what I'm saying. So people, people saying, oh yeah, no, trust the process. How long was Leverkusen's process? Two years. That's how long it was. They got a coach and they signed key players that fit the coach's freaking profile. It is not hard to understand. It's it's really not difficult. Bro, it's not. So quit trying to gaslight me saying that this manager is it. Stop doing it. I'm not that guy. I'm not that guy. I don't care if it doesn't get me a thousand subs. I don't care. I'm not gonna, you know, thousand subs on this way, man. You go get there. No, 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 no. And that, and that's not even the point. I'm not saying this yeah. to be controversial. I'm saying this because it is that's the rude. truth. It's the truth, people. This is this is just 
there's no feelings involved here. It's results. I'm a business guy. I'm a manager in real life. This is business, guys. And these guys hired a manager. They brought in the players that could fit the profile that you wouldn't necessarily say, oh, yeah, they these guys are marquee players. But no, they're fitting the profile and they're getting the job done. Granite Jacka, cooking in the sixth position for Leverkusen. Cooking. And that's why everybody's like, oh, we shouldn't have let him go. No. I, I, Jacka for Arsenal is completely different for, from Jacka at Leverkusen. Period. And don't tell me that Bundesliga isn't hard. Oh, oh, Bundesliga is a farmer league. What's the Premier League then? Yeah, it's the Manchester it's the City won three cup, have won three titles in a row. Oh, but we're not a farmers league. Okay, whatever. Yeah. All right, that's fine. I, I, I hear you, man. Hey, you like yeah, continue. Bundesliga, to I already the Bundesliga this season. Already the Bundesliga this season is more competitive than the Premier League. It is. Well, hey, Jess, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? I'm not even shit housing though. Yeah, go on. Can I ask you a question? If Harry Kane doesn't win the Bundesliga, is he actually cursed? I'm gonna bring it up. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, don't let us win the FA Cup too. <laughs> yeah, don't let Spurs win a trophy and him go trophyless out by. Like, this, this is where Spurs win FA Cup. This, this is uh the mon. Fuck it, game ever touch. Fuck it, nah. Jokes aside, jokes aside. Um, I don't think they're gonna win the trophy, obviously, because City we playing City now. Um, but, yeah. But, but, but it's just it would just. It was just some some of everything because ironically I had the same conversation just earlier. Me and Steve were talking about who winning the um, Bundesliga. I believe it's Leverkusen, and Harry Kane is again in the same scenario where he was last season. Where if Harry Kane doesn't score, what does Bayern do on the pitch? Mm-hmm. So pretty much he's just he's in, he's pretty much on the Tottenham side, but just in red and white this time around. Yeah. So which is so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, and they, dude, they brought in Eric Dyer. Bro, Byron Hotspur, bro. Byron Hotspur. They're chasing Trippier, which is not particularly a bad signing, but it's like it's uninspiring, though. That's why yeah, I would say I'm not a Trippier signing. I think Trippier is a good player. I think he's a good player. That's why I keep saying that's why I keep saying that. Byron is just not the Byron from what people perspective to be like. They're living off the brand right now. Yeah, they're yeah, living yeah. up the plan. I watched Bayern. They've been dog shit all year. They've been dog shit all year. But what is what's bailing them out this year? Harry Kane. Because Harry Kane is able to just score from every position nearly on around the whole box. That's the only thing that's keeping them alive right now. So if I'm Bayern, if I'm a Bayern fan, pray that Kane doesn't get injured because I don't know how they're getting through the season with all Kane. Yeah. Man, we will, we will. Hey, I mean, you know, continue have... to get your questions Sorry. in as well, man. Continue now. Go on, carry on, TJ. Go on. No, no, I was gonna ask because they got La- they got Lazio in the next round of the Champions League, which is not an easy side to beat. So it's yeah. it it's one of those things where you might see. I mean, I would love to see Lazio win, but it's it's one of those things where the where the form of Bayern is not what it normally is. And that's that's absolutely crazy to me that we're 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 talking about Bayer Leverkusen potentially winning it. Uh, I mean, and and like Eli just said in the chat, like Sancho's cook, <laughs> Sancho's absolutely cooking. We go get, we go, we go get to the Sancho thing. We go we go <laughs> get to that. Oh, do you love? I forgot. Everyone quiet about that. 
Yeah, no, no, no. I wonder why. I wonder why. I wonder Mm -hmm. why. Uh, People acted like, we'll get to it in a second. Eli says, what do y'all think about my baller Eze? We we definitely could use him in our midfielder. In our midfield uh, right now, he's basically what Eli's saying. So, yeah, thoughts on this, TJ? Eze, fan? Dude, Eze, Eze was cooking today. Like, if they didn't have Eze, it would have been been six or seven nil. Like, these guys, Eze was cooking. He was nutmegging people. Like, he balled out today. There was, he was a stand, he was a standout player. I would love Eze in my football club. Don't get me wrong, man. He is a dog. Absolute baller. Absolute baller. Yeah, Yeah. no, and and without, without the, without that, um, Crystal Palace would just be despondent. And you, you saw, the the protest that their their fans put yeah, up the so today, man, g- Wait, good for them. This? What's the protest? What was this? Yeah, that yeah, had like uh, a banner, but TJ can explain it. Yeah, they yeah. they stuck they snuck in a banner, which I don't even know how they got this banner in. Man, they had a banner like written written on written on plastic, black black and white, and it says it said wasted wasted pat wasted present wasted future. Get the club out. No, you know, essentially no hope, or get the get the owners out. No hope. So good for the good for them, especially in an away day, doing that. Like that that was an incredible protest. I thought, like, good for that, good for them for doing that. And you know, and the at the current pace that Crystal Palace are on, they're 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 likely going to be in the relegation places or being threat of relegated for the next couple of years unless they get a change at the top. It's like, sorry, Roy Hodgson, like, legend, legend of the game, but he's past it now. They need they need new ideas out there. I yeah, honestly, I think they will get new ideas. I think yeah, the one also, thing they will also, do also, the, the, com- the commentator has said it like the whole time they've been there. Yeah, and someone mentioned Graham Potter as well. They finished between tenth and fifteenth. They're just a solid mid-table club. And the thing is with Potter, I think that's the perfect type of team for him. I think yeah. Potter will do well there. Graham Potter, no, I think yeah, I think you'll see him doing that. Very I was well. wondering, you know, and I didn't even put it together. Maybe because it was too early in the morning this morning. But yeah. I was like, oh, Graham Potter's there. Why is Graham Potter there? <laughs> yeah, I didn't figure like, it out until somebody said it in the chat, and I was like, "Okay, that oh, makes sense." It makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it makes perfect sense. It really, really does. Okay, it's also, no it's hate, no clubs tonight, no clubs tonight. Yeah, go on, Jez. Go on. I was saying, um, so they have a good, they have a co- they have a decent core there. Obviously, if they can keep, if they mm-hmm. can keep Elsa around for another year, so can keep Lisa around for. Another, I mean, Lisa signed a new deal, but if they can keep these two around, and then you see the players that on on the team like a gay, like a Anderson. There's, I mean, Henderson. He's, I think he's, I think for Palace, for Palace, that's a good. I think he's, he's a good, good keep, good keeper for them. So it's like you have good pieces there, but still needs a lot of work. And, and it's like I feel like Palace fans are just tired because, like you said, Flo, they are a solid mid-table club, but they want something more. more. They, they want, they, they, they want mm. actual progression because I remember Tottenham. They used to be also the period where Tottenham used to be mid-table as well until Levy. Was able to push the club higher and higher up the table. Obviously, a lot of people don't want to give Levy the credit for that because obviously we haven't won anything during that period. But he has solidified this club as one in terms of one of the bigger brands in whole football. And ironically, the way he's been running the football club in terms of the self sustainability is actually the reason why we actually been able to do business the way we've been doing this month and still, and we're still trying to add to the business like well other teams they're still trying to see if they even can pass the ffp thing so which is ironic because if arsenal didn't sign kai hubbards they probably could have been able to sign players this month so it's like that's why i'm kind of like yeah there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of things that i dislike about levy yes but i give him credit for what he has done good in my opinion 
No, no, no. And that's that's the thing is that a lot of people and I agree with you, like Daniel Levy, a lot of people don't like Daniel Levy because he commercialized Tottenham. But that's exactly what Tottenham needed to stay afloat. Without Daniel Levy, you guys probably would have been relegated far before now. But he he was actually able to make you guys commercially viable and part of the big six. Like, yeah, like it's like you, you can question what Daniel Levy has done in terms of running the football club and not being able to win trophies. But in terms of commercial footprint, he has done more for your club than than a lot of people give him credit for, to be honest with you. Yeah, um, that being said, that being said, people don't like people don't like the commercialization of football. But Daniel Levy knows it's inevitable. It's um, inevitable. And to see CQ, um, sorry, uh, he's saying obviously, do you know host? Yeah, I know that Tottenham, there were obviously the glory days where Tottenham was a top um, team. Um, I know Tottenham won like the, 19, uh, in the six back in the sixties, cubed. Yes, and obviously the one. Were your parents the even alive? Sorry. I mean, probably my dad was alive during the period. Um, I remember, oh, yeah, my dad. I don't know. I don't know about my mom, but my dad was probably. <laughs> um, I know in nineteen sixty one, my my mother was one. So that's all I'm gonna say. No, no, no. But um, I don't. I don't even want to make it a long ass conversation. To, but pe- people that know, know what I mean by what Levy has helped with is actually make this club being a sustain a self sustained model for what it is and doesn't rely on having to sell players. Like we don't. We don't particularly have to sell players in order to go and buy. We can mm-hmm. just go. We can just use with the money that we generate now. From what he has done, in my opinion, in able to go and just spend in, in the window and these transfer windows, and this is something I give him credit for. He he made Tottenham obviously Pochettino will also be reason why Tottenham was able to be consistently in the top four, but because before that, it wasn't the case. This is what I'm trying to say. I'm not trying to say the OG the OG Tottenham was always part of the big six. Whatever. I don't, me personally, I don't even really get, give a fuck about these titles about big six because I think at the end of the day, it really means nothing when you don't go ahead and win anything. And yeah, Danny, let's talk. Maybe doesn't Facts. have ambition to win and it's clear to see. 100%. I, did, I never said that. I think people, I'm, I'm literally just saying, give the guy credit for what he does well, but also criticize him for what he doesn't do well, which is helping think- the club really pushing for the, helping the club pushing for to really go that one step ahead in order to go and actually compete for things. And that's the, I think that's the biggest issue that I have with Levy. But then in the same time, which people are not going to like what I'm about to say, I'm just in terms of acceptance of what we are as a football club, that we are not just trying to go for titles and Champions League. But I do believe that, I do believe that we can go ahead and win the secondary, secondary jersey. Like, we had good enough teams at times to go and compete for Europa Leagues. We had teams good enough to go. I mean, we were in semi-finals and finals of um, Carbo Cups and FA Cups. So the club can do that. But do I think no. Levy has really the end? Is the end goal to go and win trophies like the league and the Champions League? I don't believe so. Like, and I'm kind of in the acceptance currently as of right now. I just think I just think that people people lose lose um, lose sight of where he's gotten you. You know what I mean? I don't. We wouldn't be having a conversation about Tottenham Hotspur. You know, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but I don't think we would be having this kind of conversation about Tottenham Hotspur at this point if it wasn't for Daniel Levy, because you guys were in such horrible financial straits back in the early two thousands and nineties, where where they pulled they pulled you out, and a lot of, a lot of Tottenham fans are okay with where you guys are at just because they remember where you've been. 
Yes, and that's was- and that's and that's a huge thing. And people people like yeah, you could be st- you're absolutely trophy starving. I'm going to continue to give you shit for that for forever. Yeah. But but you have to also consider like for a team that hasn't won very much, you guys still maintain that commercial footprint. You maintain enough success to sustain you guys as a you know a big six club. And that and that isn't me shitting on you. That's just that's no that's no. Genuinely I'm a, I'm a, uh, it's, it's weird because I don't want that whole argument. That's why I'm not even going to continue even trying to go back and forth with the chat or anything like that. Like, yeah, no. People will get me, get me. All I'm saying is that give the guy... It's a right to give the guy shit, yes, because we, it's been 15 years since we have won the trophy. Or I think it's been more than 15. Fucking hell. I, lo- I lost count how many years it's been. It's been 15, 16, 17, whatever. Yeah. But I'm also not going to take away for helping the club to come to the state where it is self-sustained. It is like he and look at the summer. This summer, for example, he he was willing to go. On, I mean, Conte had to be sucked personally, in my opinion. But he couldn't say, you I know agree. what, fuck it, let me go, let me go all the way with it and don't suck him, and then just don't back him again. He could have gone. The whole fan base wanted Pochettino back. The whole fa- uh, not the whole fan base. Let me. Actually, How dare no, no, no. There were a lot of. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's why I said. That's why I wanted to say. Um, let me take the whole fan base away. But there was a lot of people who wanted the Pochettino back. And even mm-hmm. I got to a point where I said, we you know what? They were his name in the stadium. Yes. In the stadium. yes, and I remember I remember that. And I think I, I got even to the point where I said, I take Pochettino after we got rejected or we rejected Nagelsmann and we got rejected by um, Enrique. At that mm-hmm. point, I was like, because I didn't know who else going to take the job. But I like the fact that Levy didn't go back to just, okay, let's get, go back to Poch and then let's try to work out. He went with completely 360. Nobody expected with somebody like an Antipasto Koglu, who not only fits of what tons of what fans like to see on the football pitch, but also fits in terms of this is a manager where you can actually realistically you don't have to go and spend 80 million, 70 million in each player. This is a player with, where he understands that that ma- that manager like an Ange can fit to the with, can work within the within the structure. Whenever mm-hmm. you believe the structures. A successful structure or not is a whole different conversation, but got a manager in that actually fits within the structure. And I think the last two managers, like um, Conte and Joseph, they know they were never ever going to work out in the structure that Danny Levy has put out there. But Ange, can it work out? I don't know. Can he win us a trophy? I don't know. But he is much more of a fit to what the club likes to do under his um, under his um, view, and. As of right now, we see it. He's back. He's he's backing the manager currently. You can't tell me we're not backing the manager. We're doing we're doing currently as much like hmm. I can't like I'm seeing I'm seeing I'm seeing us no link to this 18 year old wonder kid. They're getting chased by everybody in the world now, and we're trying to go and make the deal done quickly. I'm seeing a centre back that was nearly hijacked by Bayern Munich, but then Levy and Co. staying up. To all late to make sure we can secure the signing and the player comes over to Tottenham. Like the manager is getting bucked, and currently there's no reason for me why I have to go and criticize these guys for saying ah oh, there should be no ambition. Because I always talk about I don't give a fuck about if our player if our if our whole squad costs one pound, then we pay one pound for each player. I would be happy with that as long as these guys can help us with success and help the manager. Because I don't I don't need guys to because then you get situations like Harvard, you get in situations like Anthony, you get situations like Motrix, where you overpay for some guys, but they don't do nothing. 
And then you look at them the next window and said, Oh, where's the money gone? Yeah, because you spent it on these clubs already. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no. man, that's what I'm saying. I'm I just mean, I'm just happy currently in terms of just yeah, what we just doing and how we operate in the window. Like we still trying to go and send the midfielder as well. So yeah, yeah. man. But I'm, I'm not going back and forth with this one because I yeah, think okay. people just not gonna really understand me. That's all good. No, I, no, I, I hate you. I, uh, big up to I, Eddie I as well in the chat. I hear it 100%, bro. Sorry. Well, I hear you. As big up to Eddie says, hit the like people. Shout out to my dogs on, on the panel and the chat. Uh, we got Thank our you, CEO, CEO Flawless. How do you feel? Waiting for him to take over, Eddie. I'm waiting for him to actually take over the position and, and hit it up as well. You know what I'm saying? Um, CQ, fair, man. You know what I'm saying? If you disagree, fair enough. But big up to you, man. Uh, like, mm -hmm. it is what it is. Is what it is, but it's all respectful. We all have different opinions, so yeah, fair enough. Hey, over Back. 50 of you lot locked in, locked in right now. Run up the likes, people, before we close out the show. Currently at 38 likes, which is a decent return, but let's get up to 50 likes. Like check, one, two, one, two. Hit that like button on the video. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. It's rolled to 10,000 subscribers. We're at 9,392. We're looking for three more subscribers, people. And also, make sure you subscribe to TJ's channel, TJ Warren TV. The link is in the title, people. Link is in the title. So, yeah, make sure you click the link and it opens up a new tab. And you can subscribe to TJ's channel as well. As well. Final few questions, people. Um, yes, to Eli. Anyone watch Sancho FC? Brother was cooking. No, I didn't actually watch the game. I heard he put in a good performance. I heard he won the penalty as well. And this... Just goes to show how people will just love a club and a manager over a player. Whether you think Sancho was in the right or was in the wrong with Ten Hag, whether you think he was a success or not a success at Manchester United, one thing you can't doubt is that guy's talent. People wrote off Jadon Sancho like he couldn't play football anymore. People wrote off Jadon Sancho like there isn't so many players that are worse than him. We had met him, multiple people in the chat talking about Nobody's going to want him. He's going to have to retire from the game, his wages, all types of nonsense. Jadon Sancho is still a talented footballer. And on top of that, he's still at the age where he can improve. He's still at that. He's showing that now he's had success before Manchester United. He started off well at Dortmund in the two games. Now, don't get me mistaken. I said all summer long, we should have sold him. Said all this all season long, all summer long, sorry. Should have sold Jadon Sancho because of everything that had gone on, because of how the manager was going to play, because of his lack of physical attributes. And has he failed at Manchester United? Yes. Is that all on him? No. But we've seen talented players before him come to Manchester United play and fail. Come to Manchester United and fail. And we'll see players after him. But people act like he's an awful player. No. Jadon Sancho is still better than most. Like, what are we talking about here? When I say that, I'm talking just from a sheer talent perspective. So to write off someone with his talent is ridiculous. And I hope he balls out and does his thing, which I think he will do as well. So the hilarious part about it is that... Yeah, um, the hilarious part about it is that I saw Man United um, aggregators um, report, not about Man United, but about Sancho, because obviously Sancho won the penalty and he wanted to obviously take the penalty, which is obvious, which, which makes sense. Player that wins penalty wants to take the penalty. Surprise, surprise. And obviously, there was like just not even a bustle. It was just, yeah, like Sancho asking his um, full court if he can take the penalty. Full court wanted to take the penalty. Shameless because he only scored in that game, but whatever. Um, yeah, and then full court took it. They scored. 
And after the game, Full Cook was saying how, obviously, explained the whole situation that Sancho wanted to take it and ask him. Obviously, but he said, no, I want to take the penalty. And he took it and then obviously told, told Sancho he's going to get his goal very soon anyway. It's very at some point. But there was a report coming out how, obviously, one of the Dortmund reporters was saying how Sancho was telling, saying, um, give me the ball, give me the ball, which wasn't actually the thing that he said. He said, um, can I, he said, I think something like, uh, let me take, I think he said, let me take her, bro. So he was just asking him. And I, and may, I saw many United arrogators kept coming out, taking that um, report and reporting it like it was a bad thing. Nah, the play, Sancho just wanted to take the penalty because he wanted to score and get his first goal off the, off the mark with the penalty that he won. And United fans saying, oh, Sancho, look at it. This is attitude and that. Like, what? What? Attitude is someone you don't know. Hilarious. Because, because, Hilarious. Because he wants to take the penalty that he because he wants to take the penalty that he won. All of a sudden, that's an issue. How many players in history have won penalties and said, "I'm gonna take the penalties"? Or even players who I see players. I see Saturday league and Sunday league. That's the crazy no, part. Like, I, I have debates literally. I, I'm still, mm -hmm. I'm still mad at some of my guys that yo, why didn't you let me take the penalty? Even though they scored it. I'm still mad at them that they didn't never gave me the pen because I wanna I wanna get my I wanna get me some as well. Like it's it's weird. Like I said, man, and I said this before, man United fans are gonna just know, watch all these Dortmund games, watch him cook until they see him all of a sudden having a bad game and then putting the fur counts out there. But this is what's just gonna happen. They already made their mind up. They made their mind up that Ten Hag is God, Jesus Christ himself, yeah. and Sancho mm -hmm. is the is the devil. He is the he is the wrong and he's he's the guy that we have to despise to back the manager point even forward. But yo, Sancho's two for two in terms of W's helping this team win. Well, Ten Hag couldn't even be the first B side. So, but people don't and, want to talk about that. And his and his hundred million signing cannot start over Ganacho, who's a left winger, not even a right winger. So, yep. ironically, Sancho would have helped. But again, whole scenario which I can't even comment because again, I'd say balanced with that. But again, it's just. It's just funny how things work in life and how Ten Hag certain decisions coming back to him. Like again, people keep forgetting. People keep forgetting. At some point, he was trying to face with Casemiro and Varan at some point, and now because everything goes into shit, he's forcing them back in. Yeah, okay, but, yeah but like I said, man, like Ten Hag, he's just trying to survive the season. Though he's trying to survive the season, and hey, man, I just hope, I just hope everyone that he's doing wrong. In my opinion, all doing well, and it continues to do them doing well. And yeah, man, may long it continues. Yeah, and to Thomas B, this is it. Sancho wasn't a good fit for Manchester United, but rather than people look at it balanced and logically, it's got to be, oh, he's awful, he's terrible, he's never going to play again, whatever. And now he's playing again. What are we talking about here? Like, it's okay. People just need to be honest with it. People just need to be honest and say, I don't like him. Cool. If you don't like a player, cool. Then at least we know where we where you stand, and we know it's not based in anything from a logical standpoint. It's not a balanced standpoint. It's or I don't like such and such. Big up Dal as well. Like that's okay. They're like it's like when people try to pretend and, and bring you logic to their bullshit, and then when you actually have a conversation and a debate with them about it, they have no, there's no substance to back up what they're stating. Like they say, oh, he's a bad trader. All right, how do you know? The widest, the widest thing for me was how people try to portray that he couldn't find a club after United. That was yeah, the yeah, that was the craziest like, like part. He, like, yeah. like he would need to retire or some shit. Like, yeah, come people on, said man. that in the chat. 
They're quiet now. They in the chat now, but there's people in the chat saying that nonsense. I'll say, oh, he's not going to fight the club. You'll see because of his wages. So how come he's currently in Germany at Dortmund? A club where he was so toxic and such a bad influence and was always late that they wanted him back. Why is that the case? <laughs> Why did they want him back? Why was he linked to Barcelona? What are we talking about here? If someone knows about Jaden Sancho, it's, it's Borussia Dortmund. I, what, what, what are we doing here? But again, these people are going to be quiet. Why would any real fan want to see a high-value club asset do bad shooting ourselves in the foot as always? Andrew, you know why this is? Because what I've realised content creating for the past couple, the past few years, a lot of our fan base don't want to be successful by any means necessary. They want to be successful, but how they want us to be successful. So with the players they like and the players acting a certain way and players moving a certain way and players playing a certain way. In some cases, players being of a certain nationality or players being through Carrington, for example. Rather, I don't like, Jez mentioned about all the players being a pound. I don't care where the players are from. I have. I don't care if it's Carrington graduates. I don't care if it's English. I don't care if it's European, if it's North American, South American, if it's Asian players, if it's African, if it's Caribbean, if it's Wakanda, New Asgard, Old Asgard, Woodcrest, <laughs> Springfield, Cohog. Can you play football? That's all I care about. Can you perform to a level when you put on the shirt? Yes. All right. Cool. You're in. Couldn't care less. Religion, race, couldn't care less. Like, what are we talking about here? Yeah, yeah. For, for your thoughts on it, TJ? No, I, I, here's here's my thoughts on the whole the whole Sancho situation. If there was one club that I would pick in the German league, it would be Dortmund. Um, I I I've always I've identified with them because they bottle shit like my club does. So obviously I'm gonna latch onto them. So I can always say I was the, a fan of them when they win. But my whole thing my whole thing with with Sancho is is that, and I. I I think people judge him unfairly because he had this he had the spell where he had um I think he had some some mental health issues or he had some personal difficulties where he had to take time away from the club and people um all over the world identify that as a weakness where you know he he took his time away from the club he came back and he cooked and now he doesn't get a, he doesn't get along with the manager the manager exiles him and people are either on Ten Hag's side or they're on Sancho's side. Sancho is now out to prove that Ten Hag is an absolute fraud and that his management of that situation, while we thought it was bad at the time, is going to be even worse, 2020 hindsight. I'm, I'm cheering Sancho on. I think we all know why, you know, and this is, this is I'm not, I'm not going to mention it because... I, I'm probably not in a, a place, you know, in my life or ever am going to be in a place to, to comment on this. But I think we know why he was getting the uh, the stick that he was getting. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's one of those things where you don't know because you weren't there. Flawless, you and I have talked about this so many times. I, I, I would have to get out my fingers and freaking toes to count how many times we've talked about this and where you don't know. You don't have cameras on the Manchester United training ground. You don't know if this guy is training correctly. You don't know if he's giving max effort. How how would you know? Football London? How would you know ITK dude on Twitter? Like, how would you fucking know? And now I'm cheering this guy on at, at Dortmund because, A, he's been there before and cooked. And, B, 
he he now has a reason to prove everything wrong. I hope he goes out there and and wins trophies and and absolutely excels out there because he not because I think he got unnecessary stick, unnecessary. And that's where I people, was at with people you. fail to understand. Real, 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 real quick. People that's fail to understand the pressure that these guys are under. Yeah, they're getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, they're good, but everybody's different. Everybody takes it in a different way. So if 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 somebody is down or somebody is having a an off an off week or an off month or whatever, like it doesn't make them any 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 better or less of a footballer. They're just in a bad rut. So the fact that they didn't believe in him, man, I hope he absolutely proves them wrong and cooks him. That's all. That's, like, that's, that's where it is like that's where I was at when it was like right people when people have criticized his performances, cool. Fair. I've never once defended his performances, and people always go back to that when we had the initial the amount of times me and you debated that or I've debated that. People always go back, or oh, he's performing badly on the pitch. Never once have I there's nowhere of me defending his performances on the pitch. Shout out to Tony. He tried that yep. nonsense when he was on here last not last week, a couple of weeks ago. Make sure you subscribe to Tony. He started talking about his performances on the pitch. Tony, oh, where did I mention his performances on the pitch? Oh, well, that means he's training bad because his performances on the pitch are bad. Okay, then. So by that logic, everybody's training bad because no one performs on the pitch. I have yeah, by the way, Kai Havertz must be training like an absolute superstar because yeah. like Sorry, sorry. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I disagree with Tony on a lot, and I disagree with him on that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Like, because we have that. Because and people always bring that. Anytime I've had debates, people say, "Oh, well, his performances." We're not talking about his performances. Mm -mm. Let me reiterate this again. Go and check. There's the playlist on the channel. My name United podcast summer transfer window where me and Eddie do player ratings like we do at the end of every season. We did part mm -hmm. one and part two. We both gave Sancho a three. That goes so when people are like, oh, you defend him. I don't defend his performances. I defend him in that scenario. Facts. That's where. Because if Ten Hag was smart, you know what I think? that Ten Hag should have let him play. And then if Ten Hag would have let him play and he performed poorly, you don't need to do anything. But it's all this exactly. being overly, all this over-the-top stuff and talking off the pitch. No, nah, no, nah, let the performances show. That's right. what it is. Yeah, and he didn't, I, and, and in my opinion, he didn't even get a chance. Like, you're, you're talking about... Like, does anybody realistically rate Palestri or Anthony above Sancho? No. At this point? No. Like, are we are we are we at that point? If you are, again, sorry to say this, but you need to get your head checked. Because this guy, this guy is levels above this guy. It was personal. It was an ego thing for Ten Hog, and it was an and ego thing for Manchester United. And that's where it's bad that it seems sorry to cut you off, Jess. It seems oh, yeah. like it's a personal thing. That's yeah. where I stood the ground on it. Like, this is a profession. Like this is this shouldn't be happening. I mean, yeah. the, hilarious part, the hilarious part about it is that because it's like like it, the hilarious part about it is that because it looked personal. No, none of his attackers are performing. None of mm -hmm. the attackers are performing. Hoyland got his assist and goal against us in the first half, but second half, dude did nothing. I mean, United had zero shots on target, so dude was just out there just running around. And maybe if he had a creator like a Sancho around him, see, and funny enough, people, I always said this about Sancho if you don't raise him as a footballer or you think he's just not as good as people make it out to be, that's fine. Like, it's cool if you say John Sancho's just maybe never going to get to the levels that people thought he's going to go. But to sit here and people making genuine arguments about how that this guy, this guy has no footballing ability, that this guy's career is finished at 23, 
that's the disingenuous part that I just never liked about these conversations that Facts. people make them look big. And about in the media, they need to put their I mean, again, the media, we know what they're all about. They they are about making the clicks. Was I saw just the other day, she was a ridiculous story about Wan Bissaka. How they talking about how Wan Bissaka is not that active as a character in terms of his, um, in terms of his character, in terms of interviews, or how he's just very quiet and how he's just not, just he's not, he's not like your Bruno Fernandes or like your Martin Odegaard who are always there for interviews and, that, and looking forward for these things. And how that apparently is an issue for in this in the dressing room. And I was like, you want you want you want Van Bissaka to be out there doing YouTube videos with um Logan Paul in that month. Because it's like, bro, the guy's just there to play his football. He's a whenever footballer. You rate, He's not an entertainer. You rate, if you if you exactly like if you don't if, if you don't rate Aaron Van Bissaka, that's fine. But he's not there to be be a YouTuber, to be a character. He's just there to play football. And I think Juan Bissaka is just one of these personalities where I'm like, yeah, I'm obviously, do I mind doing media? No, I don't mind doing media. But I'm not somebody that's just looking forward to put myself out there. I just want to go about my own business and do my job. And I think, again, I saw people criticize Juan Bissaka for the same thing, that he's not, he's not an active player on the pitch. And I said, like, being one of the active players sometimes can mean you're one of the shittest players on the pitch, ironically, because you're trying to hide a. This is a good way because fans, whatever reason, over in England, people think that the more you show on the pitch, the more you're active, which is completely wrong. But it's generally speaking, it's just an English thing. In Germany, that hasn't happened. I don't see German fans ever say, "Ah, this guy is shouting, so he's doing something." No, 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 no. I think this is this is one of the reasons why some of our fans say that Sun is not the best captain that we can choose for our current squad because Sun is not this get into your face. And to be fair, fair play. Some some people they like their type of some people like that type of Roy, the Roy Keynes type of captains where they're gonna be into yeah. the referee's face and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I always believe who I believe somebody they can lead by example should be the captain. In terms of not only off the pitch within the dressing room, but also on the pitch, and I think this is what Sun is doing perfectly, in my opinion. But, but like I said, all the media—they're they're very clever. They're getting their clicks. Sancho's doing his own thing, and Tanaka's in the match because he has no good wingers at the yeah, like, club. Yeah, like you said, there's there's different ways to 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 captain, and that's what it is. And like you have, and you can have your preference, but. Is it successful or not? Like that's what it is. Are you a good captain? Like that's what it is. Are Facts. you a quality captain? Are you leading? Are you helping your team? So whether it is the more Roy Keen, where you are more, you're more vocal. You know what I'm saying, and you're barking instructions at people and demanding more, or you're more on the calmer side. And like you said, you lead by example. You're not a Roy Keane. You're more so of say a Raphael Varane type of thing. Like that's what it is. Nowhere near the level I've captained. My Saturday league team before. Am I a barking, barking manager, uh, barking captain? Absolutely not. No, no, I'm saying I'm more. I ain't got time for that. I'm saying I'm more lead by example. But there's there's difference. There's captains who I've played under who are more aggressive. I'm saying who are much more vocal. Cool. Are you a good captain? That's how I look at it. People don't look at the level. Now to us, we're not uh, tomorrow. We'll probably be on tomorrow. Yeah. Um, there'll be no pro clubs today, people. I'm tired as well. I big up Anderson as well. Says big up Sarkas and City TV. Always quality content. Yo, man, we aim to bring you the best content 110%. And big up Bajan Reds as well. I'm gonna shout you. I'm gonna be over on your channel. Uh, you'll see me over there next week at some point. If 
they have um, a space for me, people. Because he said blessings for the redirect last night. Anytime, man, you already know. So you know, make sure you subscribe to Beige and Reds. I'm saying, obviously, they're Beijing, so make sure you support. Shame they support the ops, but here we are, people. So go subscribe to the channel over there as well. Final couple questions uh, before we close out. To Janadu says, when trials that I have no idea. Time, there seems there isn't enough time in the day. I'm going to try and get to the trials before the playoffs, but it's looking like it'll be after the playoffs. So probably after the playoffs will be the trials. But I believe the playoffs start at 26. Yeah. So... And I'm not sure how long are playoffs on for? Like, is it like a week? A week? It's a week. So, yeah. So, let me just double check. I can look at the time. Yeah. So, probably uh, February will when there'll be trials. Yeah. So, from the 26th, if it's a week, 2nd of February, well, they'll finish. So, probably that weekend, probably the first weekend in um, February, the 3rd and the 4th is when there'll be trials for the pro clubs because we got three teams and we're trying to get them all to the elite division. And one's in two. Um, and one's in, yeah, one's in two. And another one's in, yeah, I think they're both in two. I think they're A both, and I, yeah, OG I think they're both in two. are both in okay. two. Yeah, whereas the B team's in elite, so we're trying to get to elite before mm. um, before the playoffs start. Uh, H can vouch for me. Yeah, 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 Janaid. It's just, uh, where do you play though? What position do you play? That's what I need to know as well. Uh, TJ, uh, don't get me started. This man, big up to Grim. TJ, don't get me started. This manager is a fraud. How you got Kai Havertz and 250k a week? If I'm not mistaken, isn't that the type of money rewarded to the best player on the pitch? Obviously, you spoke on this before Grim got here, but the Grim, course, Grim, my guy, big, big up the best striker in on EAFC 24, by the way. Big up oh, Grim yeah, every right. single time, bro. No, no, it's it's one of those things where. My my mind is blown just like yours, man. This 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 head is big and it's about to explode because this guy is an absolute fraud. Graham, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Arteta will live and die by this signing. And as soon as he and as soon as it falls out, and it will, Arteta's job will come into serious question. You saw that performance today. Who were the who was the worst player on the pitch? It was Kai Havertz, followed very, very closely by Martin Odegaard. This guy is an absolute fraud. Okay. Now, what you're gonna what you're gonna see for the rest of the season is you're gonna see some people um, rotating into this number eight. This is my this is my TJ Nostradamus um, take on the rest of the season. Okay. Kai Havertz is gonna do so badly that he's gonna start having to start rotate people in. So you're gonna see you're gonna continue to see Trossard try to play there, which he's not very good. And we're gonna we're gonna continue to leak points and leak goals because of that. You're gonna see ESR. I I'm sorry. I like the kid, but I don't think that he's the levels. And then you're gonna see Fabio Vieira get freaking blown over by a little gust of wind when he tries to play there. Man, we're just not. I, I cannot believe that I'm saying this, but we're still not deep enough at that attacking or creative midfielder position. We're not because these guys are not the quality of a of a squad, excuse me, that is trying to win the Premier League. It's yeah. just not there. It's not there. So so yeah, no, the fact the fact that I'm saying, oh yeah, Kai Havertz is a bench player who can come in at an eight or or in a nine in a pinch or even at left back in a pinch, and we're paying this guy a hundred or two hundred and fifty K a week. <laughs> like, are you are, like are, am I in dreamland? Like, yeah, no. And we got the ops laughing at us because they know it's a fucking joke it's a joke hey, hey you know what uh, somebody put it in, into a tweet like saying how robbie lie like, like no the same don't robbie show to him but 
how after the game he's gonna probably say something along the lines. You see, Kai Havertz, he put on the he put out the effort there. He tried his hardest into getting into the right positions today, which just wasn't get, get going. Was he wasn't getting it going today, which is unlucky to him. Eight out of ten. <laughs> Oh the, the way oh yeah because they use they use his meme yeah and they'd say that yeah 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 I know what you're yeah, talking about. I saw I saw a tweet if I can find the proper tweet because I probably liked it but if I can find the tweet I will get to the I will get the the right one but it's it's just it's just the you you just know that when dudes are just straight out line to your face you know that they they don't even themselves start and believe from what they're actually reading but they they need to somehow they need to somehow just. They need to somehow convince themselves that it's like it's like me. It's probably what's gonna be me with um, with Werner for the rest of the season. Where I'm like, after just trying to hope that this guy just can turn good, even though I don't have no faith. But I just I just believe because fuck it, I have nothing to lose. But the good thing is we didn't pay sixty million for Werner. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, so. Oh no! I can't like uh... everybody. See, I, and this is this is what I'm saying. Of individual awards are the biggest award ever because I do I do won won the best DOF award and um, the best the best DOF of the year award for what to finish to help Arsenal finish second and win <laughs> and go out of all the cups. I was saying, like as, like I said, as of right now, Atleta Atleta is sucking away right now from being called the Spanish Argentino. A second away, and, and 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 it's not even. And you can't that even be an insult. Actually, keep going. And, yeah, it's, you can make even argue because Poch at least made it to a semi or and and a final for Champions League. So, yeah, like like I said, is the conversations can be so different if at the end of the season based on what Arsenal actually achieve. Shit, if you can't even make top four all of the sudden, because this ironic part, I see Arsenal score five goals today, and Arsenal still score. Arsenal still score less goals than us. The season in the yeah. league. That's I mean, crazy. It I mean, yeah, no, no, it absolutely is crazy. And that's one of those things where you, you also have to keep looking and I, I'm gonna keep reminding you guys, you have to keep looking at where the goals are coming from. They're coming from set pieces and they're coming from goals on the counterattack. We are not scoring from this possession based BS that we're doing. We, we and if we're gonna continue to to play around with it in the final third pause, we need to continue we need to actually try to figure out a way to be more incisive, to be more guilt-edged in the final third. Otherwise, we're just playing pass with each other and then we get countered on and get scored on like we did at Fulham. Like and and look, like this is why I am not gassing up this win. Am I excited that we that we won five nil? Of course. We looked great in the last 20 minutes of the game when the, when Crystal Palace were waving the white flag. Yeah. But at the same time, man, we need to start scoring from open play, um, you know, in the in the first half, in the in the doldrums of, you know, in, in that period between halftime and 70 in the 70th minute. We need to start executing there. Otherwise, man, we're just we're just wasting oxygen talking about it. Honestly, there we go. There we go. But hey, love to everyone that's locked in. Big up everyone who continues to support the channel. We are going to close out. I think Casually are still live, so we're going to raid them. Make sure you subscribe to TJ's channel. I just dropped the link in the chat. The link's also underneath, also in the title. So you just click the link, opens up a new tab, and then that way you can subscribe to TJ's channel. TJ, let them know what you got coming up in the next week, all that good stuff. 
Yep. Yeah. So I'll be live with Staffy on Staffy TV. Go over to Staffy TV and subscribe. I think. Um, yeah, I think we're going live with American Waffle um, on Monday. Uh, that's 8 p.m. Eastern time. So that's 1 a.m. I believe UK on Tuesday morning. That's that show's taking yeah, yeah, yeah. the internet by storm. So go and subscribe to Staffy, and it, we're we're doing great work over there. Um, and then you can catch me, I believe the next time I'm going live is Tuesday. I'm going to be doing a solo show. I think I'm starting a new show. Okay, um, okay. so just keep an eye out for that. Um, it's called, uh, actually I haven't, I haven't agreed on the title. No, 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 I did. I did. I, I came up with the title today. It's called, it's one of those things. Um, it's one of those things and it's going to be a solo show where I'm just taking, Hello, taking comments from the chat, right? talking with the chat. So, um, yeah, look out for that on Tuesday. And then obviously our normal American media show, uh, 9 PM on Friday. We always have incredible guests. We had Saad, um, from the football corner, um, on Friday. And that was an incredible debate. Um, really, really nice guy as well. So go and check that out. TJ Warren TV again. And obviously you can catch me on sarcasm city TV midnight Friday. Um, for the Arsenal Manchester United podcast. Again, thanks uh, for having me on. And Jazz, always good to share the screen with you, brother. Nah, I appreciate, I appreciate it. But, um, obviously, I quickly actually want to um, say as yeah, well, um, obviously, big up everyone in the chat. Obviously, I've been doing, I've been doing the, um, obviously, not just me and myself. It's been also um, Steve Prime. You mm -hmm. see Victor there. You see also Football Family um, Ola there as well at times. We've been doing the AFCON. We actually been covering the AFCON on the Twitch. So, um, tomorrow, um, we sh there should be a watch long at 2 p.m. tomorrow on the Twitch, Morocco versus Cong via Congo. I probably won't be able to make the stream, but Victor will be hosting that one. And then you see all the you see all the man like Prime and um, Steve gonna be there. All that might pull up. Maybe some someone else gonna pull up. Maybe asking for the link to join. So if you guys looking for any watch longs tomorrow, that any Afcon watch longs tomorrow, um, that's one right there. That we're gonna do, and obviously next week we're gonna cover this well. Like we're gonna we're gonna be covering quite some games over this course of the Afcon and up all the way up to the final. And then obviously watch watch all the final together. So now, nah, man, appreciate and I appreciate to all of, all the people that came through as well. Obviously today I had to do the whole forty five by myself, but it was cool. And to be fair, it was a good conversation at the end of the show as well. Just certain things, and also real quick. Boys, I forgot to ask you. Hold it. What's the Nana um the mistake? <laughs> what the one that he punched up in the air? I didn't even yeah. actually think it was that bad to be honest for him. Uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I was just like, it's one of them. He should do better, but I was expecting worse because I know the levels of like what old Nana mistakes. So that's yeah, why. Yeah, see, funny enough, for the second one, the second, the second, the second, the third goal for man, I just think it just looks hilarious because the guy just. I didn't see that. I only seen the first. Yeah, yeah. I only seen the yeah, one that he nah, it's like man, there. Oh, there's more. Okay. Now, nah, nah, the, the second goal, the the second mistake that people say it was a mistake is I don't even, I don't even say it was a mistake. It was more so. It's just the reaction from Inanna. It's because man, so man puts a bottom corner. You know, them tough finishes, and there was two guys probably blocking his view as well. But Onana makes like a late dive. Like I think the ball by the time he dived, the ball was already past him. So it he, he just oh, looked man. like he was already sleeping. So it's just it kind of sums up Onana, I think. But I kinda like the first one. I said it on the stream. I just felt I just felt like just wipe just wipe everybody away and just try and catch the ball. Because he did ironically, same scenario happened. And that, that time around, he actually went and catch the ball. And he's okay. he swiped out his um, teammate to do that. So it's like, 
he knew he, he and even his reaction after the first goal, he knew he fucked up as well. And like I said, this guy, he's, he's just he's just a he's just a joke currently. It's he's just a, it's a joke currently. Yeah, so. anyway, I found I found the quote from the end. I saw the I found the tweet. I found the tweet. Um, it said um, the the about the Robbie Robbie tweet. Um, I know the tweet. It says um, <laughs> Caucasian marks. Harvested well today, considering all the pressure going into the game. Busted hard until the end. Eight out of ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the type of thing he would say as well. Yeah, shout out to Don Robbie, but I could see him saying that type of thing. It's, it is crazy. And for those asking about clubs, you have you lot have to give me like half an hour, forty minutes. We try to get this kid to sleep. And then, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I feel yeah. for all you parents. Bro, it's Look, just, still active. At that age, I don't know how old she is, but at that age, I probably would be sleeping already. Like, I was already yeah. in bed. Uh, yeah, I got, I got, I got my, um, I got a friend of mine's uh, kid downstairs that we're gonna try to try to wear out with, uh, throw, you know, just just throwing her around as well. So yeah, no, yeah, I completely understand. I don't know why this kid is still awake, so I'm gonna do it right. I'm finishing. But yeah, like I don't know why. So yeah, if Grim just messaged me, Janae. If you're about, obviously you say in H um voucher uh, so if you're about i'll give you a shout in about 40 minutes mm -hmm. or so half an hour 40 minutes for those talking about clubs but love to everyone that's locked in we are gonna raid here we go raid i believe casually alive but don't forget people this show and all the other shows on the channel are available on audio only platforms people so spotify itunes soundcloud wherever you get your podcast type in sarcasm city tv and this show and all the other shows on the channel will pop up so yeah man Make sure you check out, like I always say, if you're cooking, if you're cleaning, if you're driving, at work, whatever the case may be, whatever the case may be, people. Um, so, yeah, like I said, because some people, and also if, wherever you listen to music as well, but love to everyone who's tuned in. I believe casually are still live. So just put Sarcasm City Raid in capital letters in the chat again. Subscribe to TJ. We're back here tomorrow. Um, outside of AFCON that Jez mentioned, the Morocco-DR-Congo game. Straight after that, you will get Bournemouth-Liverpool. Premier League game that'll be on the Sarcasm City TV Twitch. Then we'll be back here at 11 p.m. for the um, Sarcasm City Sports Q&A. Another one because there's no point in doing the United Chelsea Spurs show because none of them are live people. Well, love to have, I mean, because none of them are playing this weekend. Yeah. So yeah, Facts, but, yeah, man. love to everyone that's locked in. This has been the Sarcasm City Sports Q&A live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube. Big up for tuning in. Our ten outs.